The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to, man? What they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that knob, trying to figure trying out. To figure it out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject, what? cause they keep it 100 and them callers love it. Oh. The real show got you tuned in, rave action like uh. a bad chick texting uh. what's happening. They ain't hear you five o'clock news. I host keep it blunt, sharing their point of views. Uh. They going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest. With music and what's trending, that's basic. On primetime hours, you can never go wrong. And your night with music and what's going on. And your neck of the woods, like, hey, I'll roll on today, like, feel it entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, take another, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings. Yeah, I'm on this thing. show ATL back on the air and well look what we got here Tiki what's up what's up how's it going welcome back happy new year how you doing happy new year in in the middle of in the spring summer season and that's something else I I didn't ask you to figure out what season it was I'm just you know (laughs) it's customary that when you greet somebody for the first time in the new year you say happy new year I didn't ask you what month it was or what season it was i just said happy new year bro <laughs> all right so we're just gonna roll with it thanks that's what we rolling with happy good new year. to good to talk to you um you as well so it's been a while um since you have been on and knowing you like how i know you and even though you know we still keep up with each other on a daily basis outside the show where our conversations become these epic rants between being adults and all the other pitfalls that life gives. Um, I got like stuff I would love to shoot the breeze with you in this show environment. And one of them is like, all right, so the government, they've declared that, you know, COVID is a wrap. And, you know, when we first brought this show back, we was talking about the Rona damn near every week. We were talking something about the Rona because that's, that's what was happening. But, I, okay, so with all the things that have happened in between COVID and now everything seemingly going back to, I'm putting in quotation, air quotes, normal, what are some of the habits that you picked up during the pandemic that are just like here to stay from now on? Like, what's what's some of those? Uh, I'm not going. I'm not I'm not going. I don't I don't know them people. I don't know their germs. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm just so, right here. You know, you can't come over here. Um, I'm, I'm, but I'm not going. That's my favorite thing. I'm not going. I'm not going back to the people office. Um, I'm not going to your barbecue at the house. I'm not going someplace in a closed room uh, with a lot of people. Uh, I'm not going to stick around for you to be out here coughing, talking about quote unquote allergies are back. Yeah. No, allergies was gone for two years, and all of a sudden y'all got allergies again. Nope, I'm good. I'm not going. 
They do. They do be that allergy. Excuse. You know, I heard people flat out say, "Oh, yeah, it's definitely not COVID." But how do you know that? How right. do you know for sure? Right. Right. I'm not that, and um, I don't really want to get out my car. So, can you bring it to me, um, curbside, please? Now, I'm gonna tell you this though. I was a I was a fan of curbside even before COVID kicked in because. I mean, who don't like the convenience of, you know, you pulling into a space that's with a number on it. You put the number in your phone and then somebody come out and bring you your whole thing without even having to leave. And you've already paid. You've already tipped the person. So all you're doing is driving off. You know, that's a beautiful thing. I but totally agree. The, I, I would say for me, one of them is the biggest thing. And we were alluding to that before we, um, you know, started recording was Instacart is clutch on many yes. levels. And I had never used them before COVID kicked in. And they've been they've been around, you know, Instacart has been there. But when the when the Rona kicked in, it was like, man, you know, it was out of, oh, I don't want to be around a bunch of people. You know, I don't want to take the trip to the store. Now it's just out of pure lays. Like, oh, I ain't going to get that. They could just bring it here. And that's here to right. stay. COVID, right. no COVID, whatever. That's that's staying. That is correct. I um I typically do an Instacart every Sunday morning. <clears throat> Um, for whatever I'm gonna cook for dinner, um, possibly that day, and whatever school snacks, uh, bread, milk, stuff like that, I was gonna need for the week, and then about one or two other ones during the week. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna pay them people their Instacart money. Um, I was telling you before the show, I have an uncle that's um, disabled out of town, and he can't always, or well, he can't get to the store. He's got to depend on other people to take him or something like that. And um, so I call, you know, I call him about once a month or so and see, like, what do you need? And I'll have Instacart delivered to him. And it blew his mind. Like, it just completely blows his mind that people will just bring him the stuff to his house. And he's tickled about that. But, yeah, I'm not getting out. And if you tell me, I've, and I've done this. I think I told you this before. I got ready to, I pulled up at Target one day. And they had a, a paper taped to the sign and said, we don't have any, uh, people to rent it out to you you got to come in the store and get your order so i called them and told them to cancel my order i wasn't getting out the car um i just wasn't going to do it and they were like why i said because i got small kids in the car and i'm not getting out to come in there and get it whatever and they was like oh we'll send it out to you but i'm just not i'm just not going to do it i don't want to get out the car if i don't feel like it uh i just don't want to do it anymore i guess we bo we're both saying the same thing that Within reason, there is no price you will not pay for convenience well, to the point of you literally just said you drove. And I'm not sure how far the target was from your house, but you got in your car, drove to target. They told you, hey, we can't bring it out because we got a, a you know, a shortage on the the uh, crew members that are working out here. So you got to come in and get it. And you was like, nah, fam, that doesn't work for me. I know I drove up here, but I'm not getting out. And then they was like, well. It's probably more of a hassle for them to cancel the order. So they were like, damn, you know, they probably told little Mike, Mike, go run this out to this lady because she's being lazy. She don't want to get out. And you was like, yep, I sure am being lazy. I ain't getting out. So either bring it to me or cancel it. Pretty much. But I ain't getting out. I'm going to drive to another Target to pick it up. I just, this is true. Because somebody else would be there to accommodate you. Yeah. It was, the, it was like the middle of winter. It's cold. It's already like six, seven. So it's getting dark. You know, I got a little kid. By the time you get kids out the car to go in there and go to the counter, then, it's a hassle. Then they be wanting stuff and right. asking questions. It's a whole thing. It's a reason that parents do what they do when it comes to places like that. It's, I don't want to go in there because it's going to cause me more problems than I than it I does. need with that. 
it cost me $114 to come out of Target every single time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, you don't even know what you got. You just leave and you know that it's going to cost you money. You come but, out with two bags and they're not even heavy bags. You come out with two bags from Target and it's $114. So we, we talked about the convenience, that part of, of uh, COVID. But it's also another thing. Another thing that got eliminated for me, and this you might agree with this too, and I barely used it in the first place, but cash is essentially non-existent to me. Like, I, I want to say in the last three years since COVID, I've probably been to the ATM or probably a toll of twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think twice. Um, was I taking money? I can't remember, but I, I might have been depositing one, taking money on the other one. But otherwise, cash basically got eliminated because that was another way, even though money has always been dirty and it was conducting, uh, you know, germs from people, you just, it, you had that heightened sense of, I don't want to touch money, especially during the height of COVID when we didn't fully know what we were dealing with. And that habit has stayed. I'm more card heavy now than I ever was before. And I just cash is just not a part of that anymore. But remember, at first, everybody was like, you need to go to the bank, and get your money out because we don't know what's going to happen. The card system was going to go down. The Internet was going to go down. Everything was going to go down. So you had to go get your money out the bank. And now what like what do those people do with all that money they took out the bank? Did they I, put it back in the bank? Or I wasn't buying that. Taking cash. I was like, people need to pay attention that your money is insured up to a certain amount. And half of the people who was taking it out, you know, the FDIC, or, or you know, I think it insures you up to, I think it's a million dollars. And I'm pretty sure some of them people telling you to take out your money was not millionaire. So your money was insured. So they were taking it out for no reason. I mean, people was making up all type of stuff in between then. I'm trying to think, what are some of the other things that happened during COVID where it's definitely... You know, definitely keeping it. Oh, I, I got one too, T. I don't know. Have, I, have you flown recently? But I've flown a, a, probably two or three times within the last like four or five months. The mask on in a plane might be permanent for me. Serious. <laughs> it might just be permanent. I don't wear, I don't wear my mask anywhere else because I'm, I feel, you know, pretty comfortable about being out with it. But on that plane, yeah, that, that mask might be permanent. That's the new norm? For me, it is. I'm in a tube with a bunch of people I don't know. Some of them hacking, some ain't, some doing it. Mask. Right. It was questionable before pandemic. So yep. yeah, I can definitely that's how, see that. That's how SARS got here. Some somebody sneezed on one of them planes, and that's how they end up with SARS. So yes, the mask on a plane is staying on nice and tight. So you want to look at me crazy about it? I, I don't give a damn. I'm it's staying on for I'm sure. Also- social distancing in like small spaces like scoot over you don't have to sit dead up on me we went to go see the little mermaid last weekend and um i really got upset by people who sat dead on top of us scoot over why like, do you need t- to sit dead on top of me scoot over how was the seating set up oh uh, you it you, was regular you, movie theater seating so you could just sit it wasn't the the i'm, I'm sounding bourgeois it was not the bourgeois ones where you can you know select so, your seats we did. We did select seats. I did, you know, I got our tickets in advance and everything. I made sure that I skipped the seat between um, the people. No, I picked a row where nobody else was on first and I got it in the middle. So by the time we got there, another family had gone to the left of us, but they skipped one seat. Okay. But then we were kind of close to the end of the row, you know, towards the end of the row. Cause it wasn't a super long row to start with. And, um, like somebody came and they sat in the three seats that were to the right of us. 
And I'm thinking there were three other seats here someplace. You could have gone someplace that you have to sit dead on top of us. Scoot over. Um, and then they were noisy. They got there late. And, you know, it was just it was just a lot. So yeah. I'm okay with, you know, scooting over. You don't have to sit dead on top of, we, top of me. We need space. Scoot over some. Yeah, I'm down with you with that, with that social distancing thing. I noticed a lot of that, too. Um, last few trips to, like, amusement parks where you got to stand in line. I know... Um, not too long ago, went to Universal Studios and we was in line. It's like folks was all like all down down your back. It's like, hey, man, back up. We all go into the same place. You ain't got to be, you know, right up under me to get to where you're going. We, everybody that's in line going to get in the ride. It's cool. But just back up. We're not, we not cool like that. Can right. you just, you know, but, you know, we was talking about this and we talked about this on the show a bunch, especially between you and I. We was like, look, when it comes to social distancing and you know, not gathering with people. We was ready to quarantine. We was in it for the long run. We was in that mug, like, however long it takes. How, lo- how long you need me to stay a hero by staying away from people? You let me know, because I'll break the record. Tell me. I really, I really want to go back to quarantine time, to be honest with you. I just, I really want to go back to quarantine. It was a simpler time. It was much better. Yeah, I'm just, I'm over being out in the world. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do out here. There's a lot of people out here. Drivers are horrible. Patience is short. Tempers are short. I'm good on this. I am totally good on this. I'm ready to go back to quarantine. I'm waiting on the next pandemic to hit um, so I can go into the house. Well, I don't, I don't, well, I'm, we can calm down on the pandemic part of it. Can we just be in the house though? But you know, they need a reason. You got to force these people to go in the house. They're not just going to use their common sense and go into the house. Um, well, I mean, te- technically, if we want to be, if we want to break it down, if you're still reading the news, which people don't pay attention to it anymore, they're like, I'm over it, that's over. Them cases is still on fire out there, but it's just, they're down from what it used to be, but it's still, you know, the Rona ain't dead, it's out there. But it yeah. did, it, cha- it changed the way a lot of ways that folks do business or live their lives or how they went about things when it comes to like you talked about the curbside thing where you was like i'm not going in there i'm not dealing with that um i also feel like it made people pay more now listen you've been knowing me for a long time now and you know when it comes to certain things when it comes to like hygiene i don't play around because i keep my hand sanitizer out pre-covid i was captain hand sanitizer but i feel like a lot of like we said, we we kept a lot of habits. I feel like people kind of lost that. Like we were into you make sure you wipe this down, make sure you spray this. And now people just out here wilding like, yo, we back, you know, oh, we yeah. back out here like normal and you know, hand washing, hand sanitizer. It's all plentiful, you know. It just, you know, you can find it wherever now. And before it was so hard to find, you couldn't get Clorox wipes or nothing. So did people just stop caring about being clean? Because I I know I didn't. That is correct. They backed out here peeing and not washing their hands. They out here, you know, sneezing and on their hands and just wiping it all over the place. Yeah, it, that's exactly what's happening. When we get in the car from being in the store or something like that, the first thing I do is I'm like, hands, like I am spraying them down with sanitizer and stuff like that. I'm still washing laundry with laundry sanitizer and wiping down, you know, counters and bathrooms and doorknobs spraying the lights all around the house, you know, just trying to keep it, you know, sanitized. Um, because I'm personally, I'm convinced that it was started by a, a uh, two to four year old. Um, 
is where I'm thinking pandemic started, to be honest, because I don't know if you remember when your babies were two and between ages of two and four, your hands were always in their mouths and on stuff. Yep. And they gave no fudges about germs or communicable diseases. Nope. So that is, to be honest, that's I'm convinced that's how it started. And as long as toddlers are running around the earth, we will always have something. Yeah, um, <laughs> you make a good point on that because when the because before we figured out what it was, the Rona had hit. It, you know, obviously COVID nineteen meant that it originated in twenty nineteen, but I think I remember telling you about this that at my daughter's school at the end of nineteen, there was something going around there that they called which was a upper respiratory infection, which we now know as covid but it wiped out like the entire school like they were tell they were literally calling people and you know daycare wants your money 24 hours they'll take everything they can get from you they'll never call you and tell you don't bring your kids they like no bring your kids and they saying if you don't gotta bring them in don't bring them everybody here is sick i have gotten sick just stay home through the holidays we'll try it again in the new year so your reasoning with that is very plausible because nobody passes you nothing like a kid will. And then the thing is, they bounce back in a couple of days and you be on your deathbed for 10 days. That's how it worked. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I don't know if you remember, you know, like January of 2020, like I had gotten really sick for a few days and our departments, a lot of people in our department were sick and we were all kind of like working from home, you yeah. know. And we're just like, I don't know what it is. And, you know, I'd, I'd gone to the clinic and they were like, it's not bronchitis. It's not um, strep. It's not like they gone through a list of things that it wasn't. And all they could give me was upper respiratory. Upper, 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 upper respiratory infection. You know, it was COVID then. Because remember, our counterparts were, coming, were flying in from New York back and forth to the office. And they were coming in sick and then they were going back. And it was just like a revolving door of illness. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It yeah, I, I would agree because I, I feel like we had gotten it over here too, where it was like, you know, it just, you know, it made you tired and it was like, dang, something ain't, something ain't right. You knew something was coming. It, you didn't know to the severity that it was, but something was coming. Now, another habit that I would like to keep, and it seems like some of these places are hell bent on not paying attention to it is I'm good with Zoom meetings if I have to do meetings for the rest of my life. Why do we have to collaborate in person when zoom and teams have been there for you and slack they could be right there for you why do why do i have to I, I can get your point through a team's meeting remotely why do we have to be in a room together for us to meet um see that's where i'm on the fence because i don't want to meet with you people at all well at true least, at least pre-covid you didn't hound me about turning on my camera but once COVID hit you were hounding me about turning on this camera turning on this camera turning on this camera and it was like for what i look the exact same what do you need to see you know and i've had some employers says you know like you need to have your camera on the whole time for what what do i need to have my camera on all day for for what so you know i don't know about that part but to be honest i think we're just we're i'm meeting out I think that's just what it is. I am just meeting out. I don't know what we're meeting about constantly. We're just constantly meeting and collaborating. I just want to do the work. When I have a question, if I need something, if it's something organic that needs to be discussed, let's go for it. But just to have meetings, just to have meetings about meetings about meetings, I'm over it. Man, you preaching. You preaching that gospel right here, Tiki, because 
people, I don't know, there's always people who get in these meetings who just like they could be real quick and it's always somebody who want to hear themselves talk or they want to feel self-important in there when it's wrapping up it's like oh one last thing i'm like no no last thing like i don't nobody wants to be in here nobody right and here we are yes here we are talking still it's been 30 40 minutes like we're not being productive here we just sitting in here listening to each other talk we ain't solving nothing then for some people go on personal tirades where they start talking about stuff in their personal life like man go to lunch with your friends and talk about that man i, I need to go like i need to be like back doing i'm busy doing anything else but this i don't want nothing to do with this and here we are I so agree. i don't I, I i feel like something's changed for the better um I miss pie seatings at places. Um, I know we went to Disney on ice. Uh, what was it last year or the year before last? We were pie seating. You know, you have families where they got space in between. I never had a more enjoyable time at a show because when well, nobody hardly around us, everybody was seated in pies. What's wrong with that? What like why do we have to fill every seat to capacity? Why can't we have a little bit of? I pay the extra. We've already spoken to the fact that. Uh, we were talking about Instacart where you're willing to spend that extra few dollars for the price of convenience. If you tell me I can have pie seating, but I got to spend $30 more to keep people away, then I'm going to just spend the $30 more. We'll figure it out. You know, I, I I, mean, I can personally say I wasn't one of these people that was rushing for the world to open back up. And you said the same thing too, T. Like, we could just stay in our space, you know? We could just be cool that way. But apparently that's not the case. Apparently that's not the case. We've we've been outnumbered. We've been outvoted. I, I don't know if I totally like that, but it's like here to stay. But before we, you know, get into, you know, doing random, I want to ask you about habits that you had during the pandemic that you dropped once it was over. Like we talked about the ones that we wanted to keep or we still keep. What's some of the stuff that we got rid of? Like I'm I'm pretty sure the mask is one of them, even though I said on a plane, the mask, that might be permanent. A habit that I want to drop that I picked up in pandemic that I want to drop now. Yep. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Well, the mask got to be the number one thing, right? That's got to be like the main yeah, thing, I I'm guess, guessing. Yeah, I guess the mask masking everywhere, but not necessarily everywhere. Some places, yeah. Um, that's probably it, to be honest. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like that was the main one. People couldn't wait to get rid of that one. And see, I'm going to tell you, the mask wearing, it didn't really, like, technically, we probably should have been following some of that stuff from the beginning. Like, if you think about all the people, like, we talked about the kids going to school and stuff. If you think about, okay, little Johnny has a cold, but he's not sick enough to stay home. What's wrong with sending him to school with a mask on to try to, you know, try to keep some of the germs at bay? People were so offended by that fact. But what's wrong with that? Like in other countries, people wear masks all the time, whether it was for their own good or for someone else. So maybe that wasn't such a bad thing where if someone's not feeling good or you're not feeling well, because there's plenty of people that I know around where I work and they be coming in there, man, they be hacking and all type of nonsense. And I'm like, yo, you can either stay at home or put something around your face. You coughing all open mouth and everything ain't doing nobody no favor. I think I'd prefer you just stay home. I'm not even a fan of going back to school or going back to work and putting on a mask. Stay home. But this country don't promote that, though, Tiki. You know this the country of, well, you know. The country may not, but I just feel like there is a a group of people, a collective of people who 
strongly support it. You know, I'm not feeling well. I'm taking a mental health day. I'm not feeling well. I'm going to stay home and rest. Because what are we really out here pushing ourselves for? For what? Not for not for not for much. I mean, you could run yourself into the ground behind that that gig, but it's like you know how they had that saying where you know a single woman is like date them all, sis. Like, look, take all your off days, dog. Take them all. All right. Yeah. Normalize that. Yeah. So if my kid, you know, if I have to do something for work and I can't, you know, stay home with her, you know, keep her eye on her all day, then okay, I might try and push her to school with the mask on. But if my kid is like, hey, I'm not feeling well, you know what? Stay home because I don't want the next parent to just be sending their kid to school and giving it to my kid, bringing it home to me. But they do it all the time. Yeah, they do, but I just don't want to do it. I listen I listen to mine. If they say, hey, mommy, I'm not feeling well because I know they don't run that on me a lot. And when you got a, you know, a five-year-old telling you I don't feel well, they don't feel well. Five-year-olds aren't making up lies about I just don't want to go to school today. They're not trying to skip out on their history exam. You know, so if they're like, I don't feel good, okay, I'm going to listen to that. But... Yeah, I'm okay with just staying home. I'm I'm keeping that habit. I'm not gonna push myself to be out here just for for what. I wish more here. people had that mentality because we've been. I'm not gonna even say taught because taught with me, we've been like these jobs just act like if you don't do it, like it's the most detrimental thing on the planet or, you know, you got to try to fight through it. Like, nah, man, because what happens if I fight through it and I keep getting, I get worse or whatever I got, I get to the whole office and then they down. But you know how you could eliminate that is these jobs, man, got to come up off this. All right, well, it's time to return back to the office. Like that's old. That's a, that's a bygone era of how to work. Like let's get with the program. This 2023, this ain't like before come around to, you know, you don't have to see me to know what I'm doing because if I'm not doing the work, you're going to see it whether I'm sitting at a desk or whether I'm elsewhere. You're going to know whether or not I'm, you know, bullshitting or not. Now, am I doing some of the work? Could I be in a Zaxby's drive-thru? It's possible. But as long as it's getting done, what difference does it make, right? Pretty much. Pretty I'm just saying. Am I doing it at my friend's house and all the other moms over here and we're day drinking? Probably. Yeah, but if your email is getting answered, what does it matter whether or not I'm, you know, if you're drinking wine during the day, did the problem get fixed? I guess that's what matters. But, you know, some people just, you know, they don't let go of that. But I'm glad to pick your brain about things that you picked up during the pandemic because it's just interesting because this post-COVID world, you know, we're going to be dealing with the after effects of this for years to come. And hopefully this is the last of this kind that happens with something like that. But Based on the way we trending with the leadership that's going on, man, something else is bound to happen. And we the ones that's going to be dealing with the full nonsense of it. Can't you feel it? Yeah, as long as we can keep day drinking, I'm okay. Oh, as long as you can keep day drinking? Yeah. And what will we be sipping on? Would that be, uh, what what kind of juice is it, Tiki? It's uh, a... juice. Yes. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers.
Wake up. Wake up. Breakfast. Please, please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Playing more music online. This is your favorite radio station. Your number one, one internet radio station. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pull up on my block, you can get sir. The code for the jump say what's the word? Two metal fingers like fuck the word. I'm getting to it, fuck what you heard. Hitting that 30 like Steph Curry. Stepping up wrong again, get your bird. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pull up on my block, you can get sir. The code for the jump say what's the word? Two metal fingers like fuck the word. I'm getting to it, fuck what you heard. Hitting that 30 like Steph Curry. Stepping the wrong again. Some niggas get shit that they don't deserve Don't run to the money, now then it hurt Hitting the dash and I'm in the merge The money has set, what you coming merge Scripting the play, I need residue I, I like all my money, just pick and blue Pick at his head like the 70s Cause I don't trust shit that you telling me I'm, I'm really a goon while you testing me a, a gun and a mess really in the streets I don't know, but sounds real funny Strength thoughts from my past still hunt me Trying to see my way through real vividly I want a quarter million, yeah, just to feed the streets Money stuck in my pocket, pull me here to feed Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pull up on my block, you can get, sir. The coat for the jump, say what's the word? Two metal fingers, like fuck the word. I'm getting to it, fuck what you heard. Hitting that 30 like Steph Curry. Stepping up wrong again, get your bird. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pull up on my block, you can get, sir. The coat for the jump, say what's the word? Two metal fingers, like fuck the word. I'm getting to it, fuck what you heard. In the third in my step curve. It's street ready. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. So you know I stay scheming all seven days Nigga known to keep the pussy loose My bitch go hard for a nigga, that's what good fucking do And that's what chase this meal, she on the ground to help me get it Best believe to my rider, I'ma stay committed Let them know I don't give a fuck Let them know we don't give a fuck uh, If they come in middle finger love If they come in middle finger love My bitches as I ride Playing only the best music in the world This is your number Radio 
they should mention me You gotta wanna go for me It's a go for me You know I got all this love, oh baby But you like them crazy If with me, I'm so heavy You know what I want? I want all this more Give him a cavity The way you beat it up, call it battery It could be pleasure or an agony You know I got all this love, oh baby But you like them crazy He f*** with me, I'm so wavy You know what I want? I want all this more You are now listening to the radio show. And it and it plays into my who I am as a person. I'm very impulsive. So I did it on an impulse. And I was approved. And it was like, yo, we were approved for like this amount of money. And it's like, yo, what do you do with that? You move the fuck forward is what you do. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Tiki. I know you haven't been on the show in a minute, but ain't nothing changed. It's just like riding a bike. So I know we're missing a few segments because we don't have all the crew here. So, you know, it wasn't no snack plug or no other second, uh, you know, topic or whatever. But we do got something that's a mainstay and that's random. And you know all about that. Now, you always be saying you don't have nothing that random, you know, where it's basically, the you know, the segment where you can take the show wherever you want to go. You can rant. You can get some off your chest. However you want to do it, the show becomes yours. So I know it's been a minute. You say you don't be having stuff, but I know you got something since it's been a while since you was able to vent. I wish you had given me some notice on this because I don't have one. I gotta. Uh, uh. Well, I tell you what, while you're trying to get yourself back on the saddle and figure out what's on your mind, I got something on mine I could throw out there and maybe it might spark something in you. That's usually but, what happens. Go for it. All right. So I'm seeing an increase in something that I don't understand and it doesn't make sense to me. And it's something simplistic, but at the same time, it's kind of weird. Is I don't understand why people have an obsession with speeding in their cars in closed quarters. Not too long ago, I was in a drive through or somewhere and I was waiting and I saw somebody pull in and literally do 60 to turn around to come back in the line. I see people that are speeding inside my inside my neighborhood where in the subdivision, the speed limit is 25 people zooming out the neighborhood doing 60. For what reason? I see people, like I said, in these close, tight quarters speeding for what? What? Why? What sense does it make? Why was the girl pulling into the parking lot of the drive-through speeding like that? Nobody about to jump in front of you. What is the point of speeding in these close cars, especially like in a residential, you know, in this neighborhood like this where it's kids out here, it's people walking, 
it's people with their dogs and all this other stuff. Why are you? What is the need for that? Because these are the same people who speed in these close quarters. Who, when you get them out on the freeway and out on the street, they drive like complete and utter jackasses. So if you're gonna do that in close quarters, I'm gonna need you to have that same intensity when you own 285 and you messing up my merge because you're driving like a buffoon. So keep the intensity up, all right? If you're gonna do it there, do it everywhere. And there you have it. Stop speed. <laughs> You're still out here grumpy, huh? Yep. Okay. Um, you know what my my random is? I'm sick of baby hair. I am done with baby hair. I am sick of forty and fifty year old women walking around with baby hair edges. Ma'am, you are fifty. There is nothing babyish on you. You got you just putting some random gel on your edges. The, which may or may not be yours. They could possibly be either on your lace front, attached to your lace front, or they could just be some, you know, tattooed edges. Either way, I'm sick of baby hair. I wish they'd go away. I want you all to stop coming from the uh, middle of your fore in the middle of your head, and combing to the front of your forehead to make you some baby hair edges. Uh, and you just thinking you swooping them all over the place. Some of y'all look like y'all out there walking around with rape yard yards on your forehead. Oh my god! I hate it. You have you seen it? It look like somebody just took a rake. Like you know how you rake your yard with it's just full of dirt. You just rake yeah. your yard. Yeah. That's what some of these baby hair edges is out here looking like. Rake yards. Well somebody telling them it look good, I guess, because they keep doing it, but I know what you're talking about. Why, Lord? Why is anybody telling them that they look stupid? I want them to stop. I hate baby hair. I hate that other ethnicities are now adopting baby hair. They already have fine hair edges. Why are they making up some as well? But you know who don't have baby hair edges? The babies. Why don't the babies have baby hair edges? I'm tired. I can't take it no more. I just want you all to stop. Comb your edges back to where they were. Put your edges back on. Take some of these lace fronts off so that you can get your edges back. And just stop. I'm just tired of. It. I can't. I cannot do this anymore. I cannot. You. It. It just amazes me. And it, with that being said, is you know how often I'm actually told, "Wow, you got all your edges." Yes, I have grown woman edges that I'm not babying and that I take care of. These are all my edges. I didn't even know the edges would be a hot commodity. Did you know that? I didn't. I didn't. But I would. I would strongly suggest you stay off your Instagram timeline because it's all over it. It is. It is. I'm going to start, you know, flaw they out here flossing, you know, big butts and big boobs and snatch waists. No, bitch, I got edges. I'm going to start flossing my edges out here. Let's see how that goes over. It might go over pretty well. Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. I'm going to start flossing my edges. I got to say this to you, CK. Again, you was like, oh, I don't know if I have stuff. Give you a few seconds and what do you have? Something right here. Random. Okay. That's what black women do. We make something out of nothing. We've been doing it for, for ages. We've been it it makes the world go around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's some of that black girl magic. Appreciate that's that. It. That's it. But yeah, uh, that's that's all I got, homie. All right. All right. All right. That's random. I mean, the, the segment speaks for itself. Random is what it is. And you just heard plenty of random. You are now listening to the radio show. All these horrible ass drivers from the following states Florida, New York, Delaware, for some freaking reason, 
in North Carolina. I really want to pop your tires. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, a nice little, you know, a bridge show. I like to say that content is content is something to help you get through your day at work or whatever it is that you might be doing and you just need something in your ear. Here you go. Um, definitely appreciate, you know, the people who listen and or watch or both the radio show ATL. And um, to get into my uh, my spiel here, Tiki, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. All right. Tiki, it's so good to catch up with you. We got to get the whole crew back together. I know it's hard with everybody's you know, schedules, you know, with the world being open, everybody's out there. So we, we try to get everybody when we can to, to team up and everything, but, uh, it's, it's good to get your, uh, perspective on stuff. And it's always good to chat and catch up for sure. Of course. I miss my, my, miss my friends and stuff like that, but yeah, just, you know, always a good thing to be able to catch up. For sure. For sure. You know, and get stuff off your chest. So, um, again, we're going to keep dropping this heat all 2023. We're going to keep supplying you with audio podcast, video, you know, just however we can get the content out there. That's what we're going to do. So, again, much love to Tiki Blue and the rest of the, you know, affiliates and friends of the radio show ATL. So please just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show ATL. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email theradioshowinbox at gmail.com. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys that talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast. Like and subscribe. Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below.